Right before I said this part, I thought it was going to burp, but my throat just made a very weird small noise. Hi, everybody. My name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. When we feel like it, we talk about things like cryptozoology. Are mini burps inside of your throat actually ghosts burping? Paranormal stories. What on earth is a paranormal belch? Glitch in the Matrix. Yeah, more ghost stuff. (laughs) And anything spooky related. That's true. Whenever we feel like it, Lindsay and I will research a smattering of spooky topics separately, and then we discuss what we've researched for the very first time on our show with each and every one of you and each other, ourselves. Uh, And, you know, it's just a silly concept. And this week, I would like to dedicate my portion of the episode to Toastum Pop-Ups, the no-name brand or the knockoff Pop-Tart. Yeah, they're good uh, toaster pastries. I have a lot to say about those in one second. Okay, go (laughs) ahead. No, you have to dedicate your thing. Oh, my part of the show... Well, mine's kind of a topic a little bit that we need to discuss, too. So you discussed your Toastum Pop-Ups, and then I'll tell you what I dedicate my show to. Okay. If this is your first time listening, I promise that this is like, you know, we talk about weird, spooky stuff. For the most part. But this is the intro where we talk about, you know, stuff that's really troubling our lives. Weird things. And right now, here's the thing. We all know Pop-Tarts, right? Yeah. We all know them. Not sponsored. No, not sponsored. And you know what? I wouldn't take their sponsorship. Ooh. Straight up. Throwing some shade. (laughs) I'm feeling sassy and rude. Okay. Okay. So, we know Pop-Tart. I'm feeling sassy and rude RN. (laughs) Low key, low key, but also no cap, feeling sassy and rude RN. So we all know Pop-Tarts made by Kellogg. Huge. What do they have? Billions of bucks. Yeah. Maybe. Everyone likes to say, oh, I'm getting knockoff Pop-Tarts. I'm getting no name brand Pop-Tarts. But the further you go down the no name brand, the Pop-Tart, the imitator tastes and feels significantly better than the name brand, quote unquote, than the Kellogg Pop-Tart. Well, that happens a lot of times. But here's my thing. I don't know why that happens because, like, don't get me wrong. I love that our favorite knockoff Pop-Tart is called Toast and Pop-Ups. Right. And they are... Because you do. You toast them and they pop up. It's great. Unless you put them in the oven, then they pop out. Yeah, they... Well, those would be called... Now, careful. I'm being careful. Those would be called Toast and Pull-Outs. <laughs> okay, that's okay. too weird. Okay, okay yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. Anyways... But the thing I don't real the the thing I don't understand is that Toast and Pop Ups. I don't know who owns that company. I don't know who owns that snack. Yeah. But I'm almost certain that it's a company that does not have billions of dollars like Kellogg's. But you don't know that for sure. I don't, and I don't care if I don't. I'm okay. just being ignorant. But Bl- in general, ignorant. they're better. They're better toaster pastries by by an enormous margin. They are they are they are so much better. But why aren't the Pop-Tarts themselves, why aren't those far superior to the other ones? Because you have a ton of money and research and development and the name Kellogg behind you. Like, why isn't your product the best? Like, for, like okay, Oreos. Yeah. There are other Oreo, all like off-brands, cookies that look just like them. Like the ones we had recently, Kaleidos, Kaleidoscopes, Kaleidowos. Whatever they are, yeah. They're better. I, I think they're better. They have a thicker cookie. Well, they have different a different taste. Same concept, different taste. Same exact look, different feel, and different style. It's like, it's like why does the Sticks tribute band rock a little bit harder than actual Sticks? 
it doesn't make a lot of sense because yeah. why isn't the one... you got to try for it more. Maybe you do. Maybe they taste better because they're working harder because they're... Tr- but like, they don't need to try as hard because they've already surpassed how good a Pop-Tart is. Yeah. Well, I mean, your theory of like... A sticks tribute band is better than seeing sticks, which I don't know about that. It was a stretch. But okay, but this is the thing. When you go see sticks, it's like, oh yeah, I want to watch sticks perform because this is their music. <laughs> yeah. And I like them. When you see a tribute <laughs> band, you're like, no, I like sticks music, and these people are gonna play it live so i can rock out and i just happen to like this better because i also love dads and it's nothing but dads <laughs> well i'll dedicate my portion of the show to a rabbit hole that i fell in when researching my topic on reddit about how people were listing weird or unusual smells that they like Ooh. and i will dedicate it to this one person that everybody was saying the typical books gasoline someone said mothballs this person said technology and someone said what do you mean by technology and they said like when you get a new keyboard i just want to smell it you know what (laughs) that does have a very like you is it it's just plastic isn't it it's plastic and it's also knowledge and research (laughs) like you walk into a micro center the smell of research yeah, it's kind of like the similar spell if you walk into a micro center. Yeah. Just mind us, you know, like the Mountain Dew Code Red or okay. like, you know, all the gamer fuel. If you just, if you erase <laughs> all the gamer fuel from a micro center. Yeah. If you erase, sorry, if you Does erase. Does it smell like anything in there? It smells like, yeah, it smells like technology? gamer fuel and technology. But okay. if you erase all the gamer fuel and yeah, if you if you erase that, it does have a certain smell. I don't know. Is there a certain weird or unusual smell that you like that most people are like, I don't like that? Yeah, I think so. I actually kind of like, I do kind of like gasoline. I don't love it, but like, I don't hate it. It makes Uh me, because I think for me, it reminds me of when I used to landscape and it makes me feel tough. Okay. It makes me feel stronger. All right. What about you? I don't know. I was trying to think like if there was a smell that I liked, but I don't know. I feel like you you have you have a thing where I don't know if you would let yourself like a weird smell. I think I would, but I just can't think of what it is. I mean, I do like the smell of like books. Okay. I get, yeah, but yeah. that's a common one, I think, for people to be like, oh, that's unusual, but I like that. Can I ask you a human question? Sure. Do you like the smell of technology? <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand yet. Okay. Do you maybe one day. Do you like the smell? Oh, this is, I mean, we could just go on and on about smells and foods. Yeah, I don't know. But this is a haunted podcast. Yeah. Kind of. This is like, this is either if you've slowly wanted to dip your toe into the paranormal and you want to do it by way of two dorky Midwesterners in their mid thirties. Yeah. Or you've had too much and this is your cool down tent from Mm. the paranormal. This isn't like if you're in the zone, I don't think this is your show. Yeah. But it's either kind of want to learn or I need to chill out. You know what else you can dip your toe in? What? Of becoming a genius is drinking Magic Mind. You can. You can literally, if you, I bet you could fit your pinky toe inside of a Magic Mind. Yeah. Well, if you keep it in the bottle. I mean, you yeah. can pour it out of the bottle. Yeah. But I like the idea of someone un, of someone uncapping a Magic Mind and just dunking their pinky toe in it. <laughs> Well, some people sleep with like onions on their feet to like pull out toxins. Oh, uh, pardon me? 
What did you say? That's a thing. <laughs> I guess onions are supposed to pull out toxins so people will sleep with onions on their feet. On their feet? Yeah. You like okay. you put the onion, wrap it up, put a sock on, you sleep with the onion on. Nice. Pulls your your stank out. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Great. But you don't have to do that with Magic Mind. You can drink it. And my favorite way to drink it is to make a little matcha latte and dip that in. My new favorite way to make it is I do a tiny pour of vanilla soy milk and then I pour half the Magic Mind in. I cap it. I shake it vigorously. Uh-huh. Uh, I shake it pretty fierce. Yeah. And then I dump the rest in and then I drink that and it's Why very nice. Why don't you nice. shake it up at first? Because I feel like... Oh, because well, it's full. It's full, which is actually nice because they don't skimp on how full these things are. No. They're TTB, which means to the brim in yeah. the biz. These things are full TTB, I-R-L-R-N. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You pour yeah, half yeah. in, cap it, shake it, pour the rest, and you okay. get all the nutrients and all the elixir fuel. I get what you're putting out. So Magic Mind are these tiny, cute little elixirs, and they're also delicious and cute, which is rare, and they are full of... Matcha, honey... Mushroom stuff. Energy powers. Um, and also a decent amount, still a, a safe amount, but a good amount of wizard powder. Yeah. I believe. I, I like them in the morning. I'll have, you know, a cup of coffee or two. I've actually been drinking less coffee in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not trying to brag. But then I'll drink a Magic Mind either in a smoothie, but my new thing's the vanilla soy milk, and I'll have some eggs or whatever. And then before I go out for a ride, riding my bicycle... I feel I I don't feel as fatigued mid ride or after my ride. Yeah, well, some people use them for like a coffee replacement. Say you want to reduce your coffee, or you're just not a coffee person. This will give you a good pep in your step. It peps our step, R N I R L. And if you want to pep your step, you can go to the link in our show notes, or if you want to go to magicmind.co/spooky, S P O O K Y. Do some scrolling, look around, and on checkout, you can enter the code SPOOKY40. That's all uppercase, S-P-O-O-K-Y, and then the number 40, 40. You can get 40% off of your subscription of Magic Mind, or you can get 20% off of your first order if you just want to try it out. Well, last week, I don't remember if I went first or you went first. I think you do remember, and you grossed me out RN. Uh, yeah. High key. Full, no cap, you gross me out a lot. Yeah. And uh, I will say that from when that episode came out to now, uh, we've gotten a few messages from people uh, that listen to the show that were like, hey, Lindsay, gross. <laughs> well, you know, that's what I'm here for. Either like really creepy stories or just really gross stories. I'll go first this week, but I remember, I think it was an episode or two ago, I said, oh, I don't want to forget about this one thing that I wanted to share. And you forgot about it, but then you remembered. Just now. Because you've been drinking Magic Mind, I bet. I bet you're right. Mm. Uh, Well, here's the funny thing is I can't, well, I don't know, it's not funny. Here's the thing that's par for the course for the way my brain works. I think I deleted the screenshots. Oh, okay. So I'll just give you the SparkNotes version. Remember... It was at least like two or three years ago. I don't remember. It was it was in an earlier episode because we just talked before this. We've been doing this show for almost five years. Yeah. It will be five years in October. Can anyone believe it? Eli. Eli, can you believe it? Oh, we have two Eli's. Eli's, can you believe it? Great. Thanks for staying with us. Did you shrug or are you listening? <laughs> Hello? Are you there, Eli? Eli? 
But you you told a story how someone had said that they're 99.9 repeating percent positive that they had a run in with Ted Bundy. Yeah, that was a long time ago. It was. It was. Yeah, yeah, it was within almost five years ago. (laughs) Yeah. A girl was like, what was it? She was in a parking lot and ran into a parking garage door or something. And it was locked. and And he had a broken he was pretending to have a broken arm and like smiling at her and following her it was weird which was a thing he did yeah he did and didn't I, I think in that story too she also said that he had uh she saw his volkswagen beetle yes so it was it was the it was the ted, oh, ted bundy for sure i'm t- uh, yeah i'm sure it probably was well i had a story that someone had a run-in uh their dad i think was a plumber Mm-hmm. and either worked with or was friends with john wayne gacy Ugh. Yeah. And they were telling stories about how they would like hang out together and how like he would be over their house a few times. It was very, very creepy. Well, I think I'm pretty sure Gacy was a very personable person. I bet you he was. I mean, most of them are. It, that's the thing that's so creepy about the way the brain works and a lot psychology because, yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of serial killers, their whole, I think what, how they prey is that they're very charismatic oh yeah i mean you brought up bundy that was like such a highly watched court case and like women were like in love with him yeah i still don't i still don't after knowing that like he did a lot of brutal stuff to women but that still happens today right like absolutely convicts or serial murderers will get married while they're in prison like yeah, I don't I yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's if if this show, if our show is the show to discuss all of that. Right. But yeah, it's pretty wild. It's pretty intense. I like the whole psychology aspect of that and I mean, we're just things on a rock. So like <laughs> we do things like it doesn't have to make sense. We're weird. We're just like things on a rock, dude. We are. We're like just things swaying on a rock. Okay. Spinning around that rock. We're just things. We're so basically it's like, (laughs) so here's the thing. We're basically like on a rock, you know, and it's like smaller than some other rocks that like we're close to. Yeah. And like spins around. You ever think like if our rock is like the rock, like there are other rocks with things on it. Other things with people who like think about us on our rock. All right, what do you got this week? Okay, I had a few things. (laughs) Some of them I am going to save for later, but I wanted to bring this one up. This is from the subreddit cryptids. Now, it's been a while since we've talked about a cryptid. Yes, it has. Unless you consider nothing that we've talked about a cryptid. Mm -hmm. But it's been a grip. You know, I intentionally haven't been looking at a lot of cryptid stuff because I feel like Certain cryptids rise in popularity and then they dip quickly and then they rise again a lot. Like, all I'm going to say is it's been so Mothman heavy for like the past three years. Yeah. We got we got to find a new cryptid, everybody. Well, why does Mothman get so much attention? Because it's like kind of cute. I think people think mo- the Mothman is cute. But then I also think people sexualize the Mothman mm. and like people want to like, you know, with yeah. the Mothman. I don't know why, but I think it's like from from an aesthetic perspective, it's cool looking, it has big wings, it's all fuzzy and black and mysterious right, yeah. and whatever. But I think like, can we like as a as a society, as like, 
you know, we're all a bunch of weird nerds, probably. Well, which one do you think should be like popularized? popularized? The cribib, the <laughs> ifim should be popularized. I can't say that right now. What, cribib? Popularized. Okay. Popularized. <laughs> <laughs> try, try it again. Popularized. <laughs> yeah. That's a weird, funky little word. You know what? Popularized is a funky word. I never realized that I can't really say that word. Try it again. Popularized. <laughs> <laughs> and I want people. Moving on. I want I'll people work to know. On it. I want people to know. Lindsay is legitimately <laughs> trying to say the word glides. What's a word that you can't say very well? Oh, um, brewery. I. But you just said it. I can, but I have to really think about the the be, the beginning of that word. Oh, maybe that's my problem. Is I don't really think so. Oh, <laughs> like right I on. Can't nice. Say it. Uh, rural for me is hard. I, I have that's to slow one, down yeah. the middle. I can't just burn through rural. Rural. Uh, see, yeah. I have to. I have to think about it. Rural or brewery. Um, what else? I don't know. Okay, well, Anyways, moving on. What cryptid I think needs to be hyped up a little bit more. I'm just going to say, let's also get away from skinwalkers, please. Let's get away from Wendigos. Flatwoods monster is a cool one that a lot of people don't yeah. talk a lot about. Also, the Loveland Frogman. Yeah, very fun. I mean, people like putting weird heads on bodies. Mm -hmm. Let's just start drawing funky, weird little frogs. And if you want to, I'm not going to do it. If you want to make the frog nude great go for it well there's that one that's a snake that's a circle and it just rolls around oh yeah like it's like rolling, the, it's rolling like hoop de loop i think it's called hoop de loop <laughs> it's like loopies hoopies <laughs> hoop de loop sounds like <laughs> sounds like a wedding like a group wedding dance song from like the mid 90s yeah i don't know anybody uh, whatever okay this is from r slash cryptids and it just says this and I will post a photo of this on our Twitter and possibly the gram. Okay. It says, does anyone recognize a cryptid like this? And I'm going to show you the photo. And this is what, this is what they drew. Uh, <laughs> What's it look like to you? I don't know. It like almost looks like maybe a mushroom, but no detail. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It looks just like an, a front view of an angry worm staring yeah. at you. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So they said, does anyone recognize a cryptid this like, worm. like this? Yeah. And I will post a photo to it. Someone said it looks like an emu, but there are no emus in Ireland, which apparently is where the OP or the, the person who posted this is from. Here's the story. It's short and sweet. I was standing at my kitchen sink looking out the window at about 3.30 a.m. Now, really quick. A lot of people say they were standing in their kitchen looking out the window at super, super early in the morning or really late at night. Mm -hmm. Why are you doing that? Yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe they're like doing dishes or something. 3.30 in the morning? I don't know. Maybe that's their favorite time to do dishes. You think so? Yeah. You, okay. I, I know like there's like yeah, the whole like I don't know. midnight snack. Maybe people have insomnia. Uh, that, you know, yeah, you go get a midnight snack and then you go put your plate in the sink and you're like, oh, just it's 3 a.m. No, but that, that is a, that does show a lot of mental fortitude on this person's part, because if I woke up to get a midnight snack, the, I would set the bowl next to, I would not get back out of bed. 
I might like bring it with me well, in bed like yeah. a chipmunk and just snack on it. Yeah, you are kind of like a chipmunk. Or what's like a grosser rodent? I'm not like a, because like chipmunks are like little and cute. No, well, yeah. I mean, you're little and cute. Kind of like just... a muskrat. <laughs> kind of like a muskrat. You kind of, you know, that's why you're not allowed to eat or drink in bed anymore because you fall asleep with it. And then I wake up with a LaCroix can next to my face. <laughs> okay. You know, and I would like to say for everyone that was a long time ago and I haven't done it since. Mm-hmm. Okay. Standing but at up, the I... time, there was a lot of incidences. Okay. Let's go ahead and move on from Anyways, those. let's go. It's part of my life I'm really embarrassed about. So let's just move on. I'm getting warm talking about it uh kitchen sink at 3 30 a.m my voice cracked i was disassociated and was just staring until i realized it was staring or i was staring at something as it slowly lowered itself below the windowsill i climbed up on the window to look out to see if there was any trace of anything and there wasn't climbed on the window there was a head or the head was about half of a foot wide okay the neck was just kind of continued past the windowsill. So just a very long neck. Mm-hmm. I wasn't hallucinating or anything because my cat then started reacting like he could hear something outside. I don't know if that's proof that you weren't hallucinating. Yeah. But you know what? Cause you could have been you could have been on a journey and a half. I just like how they said they were it's not an emu because what they're in Scotland. Ireland. And there's no emus in Ireland. Like there's I mean, I don't know. We see tigers in Ohio. Sure, but I don't like think people that, have pe- like have animals. That I mean, I do see your point. It's a good point. Maybe an emu got out. Right. Like, how do you say like? Nope, because there is none uh, in my country. Yeah. Well, recently, uh, maybe what like ten years ago, maybe a little bit more. Around us in Zanesville, Ohio, there was this. There was some dude who was collecting rare animals illegally, and they all got out. Yeah. It was and didn't sad. they eat them? I think they did eat them. Yeah, but they all got out. It was so sad. Like there were like lions running around. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like you have animals everywhere. You you know what? You're right. Because we're the animals. Whoa, dude. Whoa. <laughs> hey, first of all, suh, dude. Second of all, <laughs> we're the animals. <laughs> Third, low key, suh, dude. Yeah. Is it funny to say low-key saw, dude? I don't know. All right. And then the rest of the story says, has anyone had any run-ins with something that looks like my drawing? Uh, People say could have been a skin crawler. Everyone says it could have been a skin crawler. A lot of people said, you know, it kind of looks like a pee-pee. Yeah. Some people said it looks a little bit like a pee-pee. Yeah. But a lot of people said it looks like a giant worm. That's what I kind of thought it looked like. But then they started to sort of like roast the person who posted this because they're like, kind of looks like a pee-pee. <laughs> but yeah. honestly, honestly, it was not my first thought that it looks like a pee-pee. It's a good drawing. I just thought it was very, a very silly. And I like how the eyes show its intent. To to kick your to kick your butt. Yeah. Well, I mean, they even did a little bit of shading in there too. Like it's it's a nice little piece of digital art, I think. I agree. I think it is nice too. Wow. Well, I think that's why maybe that one's not popular is because it might look kind of like a pee pee. Yeah. So I think your argument about making that one popular is maybe not going to fly. I don't want this one to be pop. Did I say that? Well, you were kind of talking about how we have to get off the Mothman train, and yeah. Okay, so I did kind of say that. Yeah, you kind of did. Okay. Well, I have another little one. Okay. Because I have a bigger one, but we talk too much about Pop-Tarts and I... Anyways, this is from (laughs) the subreddit Occult. Okay. The title of the story. Story, I mean, I did not mean to say sorry. The title of the story is, (laughs) I am so scared of myself right now. Okay. Okay. 
Let me explain with an exclamation mark. So that reads like this. Let me explain. Like they're panicked. You scared her dog. I did. I'm sorry, Molly. <laughs> a month. She's like, okay. she, she's over. She it. went back to sleep. Yeah, she could not care less. <laughs> a month ago, I tried black magic for the first time because I was so angry and disappointed at someone. I did a simple freezer spell. Now, I do okay. not know what a freezer spell is. Not going to look it up. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could kind of figure it out, I guess. See, I don't know, because I tried to figure it out and I was like, you got like you make someone really cold. But <laughs> I, I thought don't they think like they would be like walking and then they would stop. Freeze. So freeze frame. Or maybe it would just break their freezer and they're like, oh, no, my ice cream's melted. And then the Seinfeld theme song plays. <laughs> okay. Um, so I did a simple freezer spell, just your run of the mill freezer spell. The spell seemed to have worked. However, the negative side effect was too powerful that it forced me to undo the spell. Mm. I knew I was playing with fire. I'm just wondering how you dark magic practitioners, and that's the first time I've ever read or seen the word practitioners. And I, <laughs> you know what I'll say? I think I crushed it. Okay. Get away with the side effects because I terribly regret what I did. And now I'm trying to pick up the pieces. I'm interested to hear your thoughts, exclamation mark. Uh, someone just commented, it's not a bug, it's a feature, which is like a funny internet joke. Mm. Um, I've never cast a spell on anyone. No. Nor would I ever like do the, you know, the Harry, the, the Harry Potter spell. What is it called? Wingardium Livios. No, that's the, what's the one? The like, well, whatever. They say magic words and like they can kill somebody. Yeah. I don't think in a million years I would ever do that one, but I imagine like, you got to feel bad if you accidentally cast a bad spell and you need to undo the spell. I feel like that yeah. would probably take a lot of work to undo a spell. Well, I feel like if you have that kind of conscience and or conscience and like maybe you shouldn't be doing black magic to begin with. Or like we always say, take a minute, breathe it out. Yeah. Think about it. Is it, it worth casting a run of the mill, just your everyday freezer spell on someone? Yeah, just, you know, find something else to do. I feel like I kind of have to look up what a freezer spell is. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sorry to do it. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I really am sorry to look something up on the show. We'll just put elevator music while you're searching. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Please hold. I think I found it. Okay. I did spell uh, magic wrong. I spelled magoc. Mm. Um, M-A-G-O-C. Well, that's a fancy way to say it. Maok. That's how I pronounce that. <laughs> yeah. with, a, with a silent G. Okay. It's loading. And this is a protected website. How Practicing magic. How to cast a freezer spell. And the picture they used is just an iceberg. So mm. it's like a little on the nose. So again. Oh, so it puts that person on a, on a boat and it sinks. Yeah, it puts them on a boat that's melting oh, slowly okay. and they feel the effects of global warming and they sink. Ah, okay. Is someone gossiping about you and ruining your life? Are you haunted by an ex who won't stop harassing you? Are you being sued or taken to court unfairly? Sometimes you need to freeze someone in their tracks when they're attacking you. And nothing works better than a classic freezer spell. So, okay, I think it's literally like they stop. They stop moving. Prepare the totem. Well, wait, step one, choose the container. Okay, the easiest and least symbolic choice would be a simple glass freezing jar. Okay, great. Prepare the totem. You'll need a totem of your target. A photograph of the person is, is the best choice. But if you can't find that, you can write their name down. Add a wedding agent. To really sour a person, you should use vinegar. To make their hurtful words turn bitter in their mouths, try salt water. 
or black pepper. Okay, black pepper is not a liquid. Mm -hmm. Seal and freeze. Uh, and then what does it say? They're just frozen in their tracks. Once the spell is complete, you have a few options. If your enemy has been successfully cut out of your life, you have no reason to ever fear them again. You can just you can just unceremoniously toss the spell out with the trash since they probably don't deserve much of your energy. So maybe it doesn't like actually freeze them. It just kind of like washes your relationship with them away. It might freeze your relationship and like it just it's kind done of there. is like like they don't think about it. And you're like, yep, because that's because I put a spell to basically make you just stop doing that. Well, I wonder what the negative side effects would have been. I don't know. It's weird to think about. Maybe it was like that person's mom. They're you... like, now my mom doesn't call me anymore. What? She doesn't even remember me. <laughs> she doesn't even remember me. It was my birthday. I didn't even get anything. And I really want how Tamagotchis are getting popular again. I want. I need a gachi. I needed a gachi and my mom always got me the gachi and now she doesn't. I texted her a funny a funny text with a winky face. I said, get me the gachi with a winky face and she never did. Gachi to Gucci. What? That's how I live my life. <laughs> gachi to Gucci? Yeah, like you used to play with Tamagotchis. Now you wear wearing that Gucci. As you're wearing... <laughs> it's just sweatpants. These actually, these sweatpants don't have holes in them. Most of my sweatpants, <laughs> like the one pair, you can see my entire behind. Okay. Okay, great. they have holes in them. And I will ask Lindsay, I'm not being fashion police, but I ask Lindsay, do you want to still wear those? Because, yeah. Well, because it's like, say... They're so comfortable. Say something were to happen and we needed to leave our house immediately. It was an emergency. And I think people will understand if I run out... Well, and listen to this. If the house is on fire and we run out, they're going to be like, that girl, hurt. she caught on fire. Look at her pants. Oh my gosh, that woman's butt caught on fire. And hold your butt... <laughs> I almost choked on my water. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody help this girl's butt. Her butt caught on fire and only her butt. And it looks like a little bit of her ankle, but mostly her butt. <laughs> Specifically like the part, you know, where the stuff comes out. Her butt kind of caught on fire. Oh, well, that's interesting. I think spells are interesting. I think the occult is interesting. I do too. Just because it's like, I don't know, being little and... Being like play pretend and witches and all this stuff is very, and it's just like something that's been popular into a lot of religions and stuff. So it's very weird. Absolutely. I, I feel like a lot of stuff that happens in a lot of organized religion or just even like in people's daily lives, like they're not necessarily spells, but like you have the, like you do certain things to create a reaction or like to make something happen down the road. Like in order to have a good day, I'm going to wake up at this time and do this and this. And like, there's sort of like these steps you go through, maybe. Like, yeah. Maybe that's kind of spell-like. I don't know. I, I'm maybe. also, I could also just be talking a bunch of garbo. I don't know. I don't know enough about it. I would be curious to chat with someone that knows more about it. Do any of our listeners or do any of our listener know any spell stuff or know some people who have experience casting spells or with the occult or with whatever if you do holler at us send us an email or call our haunted hotline 803-816-2667 or 803-816 booze we would love to hear about it well should we do a little haunted housekeeping and then i got some spooky stories for you okay they scary okay well prove it and you okay. can prove it after the Haunted Housekeeping Zone. 
in three, two, one. Hello, weary traveler. Welcome to ye old haunted housekeeping area. Hi. Hey, how are you? Maybe we have some stuff in the haunted housekeeping area that you can use with you and take with you on your journey. That's kind of the metaphor we're going for here. Like a, you know, like a, <laughs> like a play pretend. Yeah. And speaking of journeys, say maybe something spooky related has happened to you. Or maybe you just need some advice because you have a ghost living in your house. Go ahead and give us a call on our haunted hotline. Yeah, you can call or text whenever you would like. The phone number for our haunted hotline is 803-816-2667 or 803-816-BOOZE. B-O-O-S, like the plural word of what ghosts say. And we'll try our best to give you advice or maybe find a solution. Yeah, and again, I think try is the key word. Yeah. If you have something strange happening around your house, if something happened to you or a friend or a family member in the past, if you feel like you can predict the future, if you found something at a yard sale and maybe you like didn't buy it, but you stole it, you brought it home and you feel like now your house is haunted, Call and let us know. We want to hear about it. Honestly, we'd like nothing more. Again, the phone number is 803-816-2667 or 803-816-BOOZE. Do you also need some really cool spooky drip? You can go ahead and check out our friends over at Discount Cemetery. Everything is handmade, hand screen printed in LA with two really cool people. And for those of you who might be over 35 and you don't know what drip is, it's clothing and accessories. So hop on over, or I guess, I don't know, what's a spooky word for hop on over? A spooky word for the phrase hop on over? Hover on in to discountcemetery.com. That's true. You You can manifest your plasma essence if you're a ghost. And go to DiscountCemetery.com and check out their wide range of haunted shirts, ghosty type things. Very fashionable drip. I love all their stuff. It's so comfy. It's so well made. And it's so cool. I think Lindsay and I own maybe seven or 5,000 pieces of Discount Cemetery clothing. And we love it. So check them out on social media at Discount Cemetery or shop online at DiscountCemetery.com. They just released a camo hoodie that says Cemetery really big on it, and it's very cool. If you're a fan of our show and you want to listen to other shows on the Scavengers Network, you can. No way, really? How do I do that? Well, it's very easy, Lindsay Marie. You can just go online and check out the scavengersnetwork.com or check out Scavengers Network on basically all social media platforms and learn about all the shows we have on the network. I'm just kidding. I already do. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Shows like Myth Takes, Unnatural 20s, Side Character Quest, Blink and You'll Miss It, Timeline Scavengers, FMK All Day, The Amateur Detective Club, and a whole bunch of other fun shows. Tons of great people, and ourselves included, on the Scavengers Network. I know I said that like a robot, but I swear I'm not. But spoiler, Lindsay's a robot. I'm a robot. (laughs) 
<laughs> and hey, if you've been with us for a while or you're just listening and you like our show and you might kind of like us, even though, you know, you don't know us in real life, we would love it if you gave our podcast a rating or a review. It would really help us out. Even if you don't like our show and you don't want to review our show, maybe just give it five stars because, you know, give back, right? Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. Well, see you later. Bye-bye. Our PodCube devices are able to record audio from any time or place, in space or time or place. And this is what they're picking up. I hate flowers. flowers. I feel like a poop seller. I feel like I'm selling poop. There's a whole baby Mark Zuckerberg in here. Is it real? I I don't think so, but it's wet and it doesn't smell good. Did you smell the mouth? No, I didn't smell. Hi, welcome to Circuit City. Can I help you find anything today? Now, politely, just shut up. I'm going to take this eye pot, dip it in some sauce. Ooh, hard to eat. Bet you'd be harder to eat without all the sauce on it. Search PodCube in your podcast app or go to poweredbypodcube.com. PodCube, the future is yesterday. Welcome back, my little Gucci buddies. What if people hate the fashion industry? Oh, that's, you know, I get that. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, my earthling friends. Welcome back, gotchi heads, like Tamagotchi. What if people hate gotchis? Like Tamagotchis? Yeah. There were also, there was the other, what came first, the Tamagotchi or the Nano Pet? There were also nano, the nano pets. I thought the nano pet was a knockoff of the Tamagotchi. Okay. Well, if my theory holds true, the nano pet was better than the Gachi. Do they have cryptid Tamagotchis? Well, if they, they had, don't, I feel like they had a Tamagotchi, I think Hello? that was an alien, which is kinda like, like it. I want like a Flatwoods monster. I want a frogman gachi. Yeah, and you have to like feed it, otherwise it will like try to murder you. Okay. Who do we know? That is very rich and that can (laughs) invest probably no one who listens to our show. Does anyone have a lot of money or have like a rich aunt? Oh, we got a lot of ideas. We have a lot of ideas. And namely, hi, we're the Reeds, Lindsay and Jordan Reed. And we have a lot of exciting ideas for you that we think you'd like to invest in. Here's one just for a little taste. Cryptid Tamagotchis. Boober. Boober, which is the haunted rideshare app. Yeah, there's um, the dog rideshare app. That we had. What do we call it? Pupper? Pupster? Pupster? We don't remember the name, but we come up with the ideas, and that's all that matters. But can we sell you on Cryptid Tamagotchi? We're thinking Mm -hmm. of a Flatwoods monster. Sure, we could have a Mothman. You'd sell a million of them. You'd sell a million Bigfoots. Uh, Chupacabra. Loch Ness Monster. Ooh, that'd be a cute one. Little Loch Ness one? Yeah. Oh, it'd be cute if they all played like little, little songs. (laughs) <laughs> okay you know if they all played little songs a little frogman one but it's a but it's just like a nude male with a frog body that's that's what we need um eli chambers for eli who does music adam yeah he needs to create music for our little cryptid tamagotchis i think that's a great idea short little little snippets wouldn't that be awesome it is it is already awesome. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, I got some spooky stories I actually found on Reddit. You usually are the Reddit person. but I used to go to crypto- cryptozoologynews.com, but I think that website has passed away. Mm. Well, this one was kind of an older thing. It was about four years ago, and it was a thread about the 
unexplained things people saw while driving late at night. You get a lot of these types of stories, a lot of things in the side of the road, a lot of things running across the road, like cryptids or animals, anything, anything that bleeds blood. Well, loves running across the street. You know me and you know I like realistic stuff. Yeah, that's like one of the reasons why you don't like Jurassic Park very much. Well, I mean, yeah, I believe in dinosaurs. Well, of course, because they are. Yes. Okay, of course. But they like don't live in a park. Yeah, true. You know, whatever. Okay. We have fireworks outside. Yeah, great. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the first story I have is a little bit longer, but I'll do that one first. Okay. And then I'll go into the shorter ones. This is from CO-74. About 20 years ago, I was driving home from a late night DJ gig. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Saw, dude. I was driving south on a major interstate, which was relatively empty at 2.30 a.m. At one point in the narrows, the retaining walls on each side get very high. Out of nowhere, a young woman jumped down from the retaining wall onto the highway and directly in front of my car. I, you hate to see that. Yeah. I hit the brakes hard, came to a complete stop, and nearly slammed into her. She looked up, ran to my passenger door, and got in looking terrified. Got in? Got in the car. She looked between Ugh. 16 to 20 years old, long blonde hair, and her clothes looked dirty, but not like she had been living outside, but she had been like running away from something. All she said when she got in the car without making eye contact was, I just need to calm my mom. I tried to calm her down and began moving back down the highway. And behind me, about 50 feet, I see another figure jump down onto the highway out of my rear view mirror. I didn't mention this to her and I didn't want her to look back and see that person. Or thing. I sped up and went about four or five exits, and she kept saying over and over without eye contact, I need to call my mom. This was before people had cell phones, so I told her I'd take her to a 24-hour grocery store so she could call her mom. I asked her if she needed money for a payphone, and all she just kept repeating was, I need to call my mom. I pulled to the grocery store and stopped. She got out quickly, but not running, and ducked into the grocery store. She didn't say a word to me or look back. I pulled into a gas station across the street and called 911 and told them the entire story about the young woman and how she was in the grocery store and gave a description of her. I have no idea what happened. I don't know why she did that, what happened to her, or who the figure was behind us on the highway. Nothing. I saw nothing on the news, nothing in the newspaper. It really made me feel super uneasy. I hope I did the right thing. Well, you know, Linz, holy (laughs) smokes. I don't know. I don't even, I don't know if I would have let that person in my, I don't know what I would have done. Well, they just kind of got in the car. I mean, if they look like a young girl and they need help, I mean, you don't just like say, get out and you're on the freeway. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you better get in. Yeah. I would have been freaking out. I would have lost my mind. I think the scariest thing is like that he saw somebody jump over the wall, like obviously chasing her, whether it was a person or whatever. I don't know. That's just creepy. That's yeah, that's very scary. And I hope I hope the woman's all right. Holy smokes. Yeah. Here's one that is pretty scary still, but a little more lighthearted. Okay, good. This is from Organic Egg White. 
Okay. I, you know what? I'd hope so. <laughs> this woman was on the side of the road and asked me to come look at her car. It was very late at night, which was parked in a large turnoff. I asked what was wrong, and she just kept saying in a whisper, come look. No. no. Nope. I apologized and drove away as she just stood there while I drove away. More weird than scary, it was late at night and I was in the country alone. I did offer to call someone for her, but she said no and kept saying, come look. I do not like that. <laughs> I, I would like to think that the person who wrote the story said, sorry, as they drove away. Yeah. Don't want to get murdered. <laughs> Like, I would not mess with that. Yeah. I'm would all you? about helping people, but no. Mm. No. No, thank you. Especially because the woman said, come look. <laughs> I would like to think that she did this sort of thing, like the whole, like, come here, come here. with her fingers, like, slowly sure bringing him in. I'm pretty sure a witch tried to get in your car. Yeah. I Well, I think a witch tried to take your body. Yeah, that too. And then, too. I don't know, use your intestines and some eye of possum to create an elixir. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, really weird, creepy. It kind of reminds me of those stories where like out in the desert, people will stage like a car wreck and you stop and they rob you. That's the thing we've talked about a few times. And if anyone's listening for the first time and you're driving late by yourself or whatever in the country, in the desert, just I know it might like your humanitarian side might be bummed out that you didn't stop. Don't stop for anyone <laughs> no. in the desert. Um, This one is from Katie.com. Nice. (laughs) When I was 16, I had a junkie convertible 1989 uh, Capri. Capri. A Capri. Yeah. I don't know why I said Capri. Is it it an S at the end? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Capri. So it's not a Caprius. It's not a Capris. It's not a Capris. It's just a Capris. A Capris. Capri. Capris can count. A Capri. Yeah. Capricorn. Um, I love that car. One night I was driving the back roads home in the middle of nowhere, Missouri. Top down, enjoying the night. The air was nice and cool. It was beautiful. I drove under some low-hanging trees and then heard a weird slap inside the car in the back seat. Nope. I was hesitant to turn around, but when I did, I saw a huge black snake frantically slithering towards the safety of under my seat. I nearly wrecked. I hate snakes, and even though this rat snake was 100% harmless, I was panicked. I pulled over screaming, called my co- my dad to come de-snake my car. I never rode with the top down again in the country. Wow, just a snake. Didn't we? Didn't you talk about a story where... A turtle shot off <laughs> shots from somewhere and went through someone's windshield. That's right. And like, yeah. But no, I don't think there was a snake. I mean, I'm sure there was probably some creepy snake stories. I think there was one that like fell from an office ceiling or something. Yeah, you know what? We've talked about so much <laughs> random garbage on the show. It's so hard to be like, didn't you tell yeah, a story about a snake falling from somewhere high up? <laughs> All right. This one is comes from Teal Gray One. Okay. So I don't know if they're teal or they're gray, but Or both. You know, I think that's a little alienish, right? Yes. Teal gray one. Yeah. I don't know. When I was about 19, I was driving on a two-lane road after work at about 11 p.m. No other cars on the road, and suddenly this guy in a red shirt on a bicycle swerved from the side of the road right in front of my car. I hit him. 
I felt the impact. I was yelling OMG over and over and got up my car to see how badly he was hurt. I really hope the person actually wasn't yelling (laughs) OMG. OMG. Oil my gravy is what they were, (laughs) is probably what what, what they were actually yelling. Oh my word. Oh my gorb. Only when I got out of the car, I didn't see him. I couldn't find the guy that I clearly saw in a red sweatshirt. No bike. No dent or blood or damage on the front of my car. I searched the ditch with a flashlight. A couple people passed by while I was looking, and a sheriff's car happened to pull up. I told him what happened. He said I didn't hit anyone. It doesn't look like there's any damage or anybody around. And then but I got arrested because the office, because the sheriff <laughs> thought I was uh, on drugs. <laughs> But he did look at me funny and told me a story about 15 years earlier. A young man in a red sweater was hit by a car and died riding a bike on that road. Oh, weird. He died instantly. The deputy told me that every couple years, someone driving through there believes they hit a red-shirted bike rider. I think I hit a ghost. That's radical and scary how weird is it that like a sheriff happened to be passing by when that happened to you and like knew the folklore of like hey this happens a lot on this road well it seems like if this happened somewhere in new england it was directly out of a stephen king novel yeah well i was wearing my favorite dockers my pleated dark (laughs) docker khakis and i was wearing a carhartt vest and yeah i don't know i thought it was a weird story i wonder i i see I was first going to say that maybe the person dozed off for a second and like the quick dream seemed really real. Yeah, that could have been. But if it's a story that every couple of years that this sheriff says that they see a person in a red hoodie. Exactly. On a bike and they think they hit him. Exactly. That's weird. Yeah. Like, but but that's the thing, too. Like when you hit something, you know, you hit it. Right. I mean, I recently hit a raccoon. I knew I hit that. It was a chonky. It was a chonky bud and yeah. i feel bad for hitting it but i mean i'm not i was going i was on the highway yeah i that's ran your right out story that's my spooky story i was going 60 and miles then, an hour and then a sheriff pulled up and he was like you didn't hit a raccoon every couple of years someone says that they hit a raccoon and it's not real every couple of years there was a real chonky raccoon that lived <laughs> in these woods People people used to say there goes that cute chonky critter there goes denver darter the his, Denver darter? The Denver darter, the chonky raccoon that and scares I, you. And I know we live in Ohio, but <laughs> it's hard to th- do the alliteration with but her. But we think the raccoon was from Denver, so. Yeah, just based on the size for some reason. I'm not really sure why. <laughs> but yeah, and then, yep, and every couple of years, people say they hit the uh, chonky Denver darter. The Denver darter. Uh, one more story. Okay, yes. This one is really weird. Um, I was driving it's to... It's weird because it's written in an alien language. <laughs> oh, this is Mapas 86. Mapas? Mapas. Okay. Hopefully that's not a bad word because I just said it twice. I was driving to work, <laughs> chatting on the phone with my wife to pass time. It's a six to eight hour drive out to the base from our home. And ahead of me was somebody riding a motorcycle. The road that we were on was genuinely straight Um, It was in the desert, but I had some unpredicted curves because the road loosely followed a 
Broadwash lake bed. Just your your classic Broadwash lake bed. Yeah. The person ahead of me was going between 70 to 90 miles per hour. That's fast. And seemed genuinely familiar with the road. But then they just sailed straight over the edge at a 45 mile per hour curb going about 80. That's very fast. They just shot off a cliff, it seems like. A cliff? Yeah. Well, because it seems like it may be, like I was trying to think, it was probably like if they say it was a lake bed, like maybe it was a cliff that then went into a lake or something like that. I made a disgusting sound and hung up on my wife. I immediately pulled over, called 911, and put them in my pocket. I got a trauma kit and put on gloves. I think this person was probably because they were saying they were driving to a base. So they probably have medical training. Oh, sure. Is what I'm because the way that they acted seems that way. I was talking to the dispatcher and explaining what had happened when I stepped over to the bank to see my surprise, not a crumbled body in the sage, but a young guy, mid 20s, picking himself off the ground about 75 feet ahead of me and 15 feet below. He'd been launched from the motorcycle, which was in terrible shape, about 30 feet from him. I told him to stay still and went through a quick evaluation. He was basically fine, but super rattled and ended up having a broken collarbone and a mild concussion. Anyways, it's not a ghost story, but I the absolute certainty that I almost just saw a person die has me completely shaken up. I'm surprised that person's alive. So they were 70 or so feet in front and 15 feet below. Yes. That's, I mean, 15 feet is far to fall, especially if you're going 80. So I don't think it was, I don't know. I'm trying to think if it was like a cliff or just like a lake embankment. I think it was like, I picture like a 15, like a pretty steep 15 foot drop from the road, but then out 75. I mean, 15 feet is far. Yeah. The fact that that this dude crashed at 80 miles an hour. Yeah. And all and f- at a 15 foot drop and only broke their collarbone and got a concussion. Mm-hmm. That's wild. I wrecked yeah. my bike going five miles an hour <laughs> and broke my collarbone and got a concussion. I was going five miles an hour. Yeah. I wasn't going 80. Well, just like think about that being like late night driving in the middle of nowhere and like you almost see a person die. Yeah, scary. I mean, that's traumatizing. Also, I need like a playlist purely for when I am driving through the desert. It needs to be like synthy kind of driving <laughs> techno music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then you got to watch out for the burglars. Yeah. Well, I mean, I will. I'm strong, but I need. Oh, okay. I feel like you drive through the desert. You either listen to Neil Young or you listen to <laughs> ZZ Top or you listen to like ZZ Top. Yeah. <laughs> that weird song. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which makes no sense. Yeah. Or LaGrange. you need to listen to like, yeah, Lagrange. A Lagrange. Or you need to listen to like mid 80s synthy dark techno. Okay. I don't know. That's what I think. I'll take note. Okay. I don't know. What is our listeners desert playlist? And then we got a desert playlist. Maybe someone wants to listen to like Carly Rae Jepsen. Or is it just like the sound of tropical birds because it's very warm in the desert? <laughs> Maybe. Lynn's creepy stories. Yeah. I thought they were weird. I thought they were weird as well. Some were very scary. Others were just unusual. Yeah. You know what story I actually have told on the show that I still think about today? That you have a difficult time saying the word popularized. Is that the <laughs> I'm word? I'm not saying it again. 
You're not conning me into I wasn't it. going to. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when you said, is that the word? Okay, go ahead. Um, The story I told not that long ago about weird, like, truck stop and, like, I don't know, like, that person was working in a convenience store and that car pulled up and, like, in the passenger seat was obviously a dead body. Oh, yeah. And they were just crying and then they, like, left. No, did, didn't they come in the shop? Oh, they came in and then like bought like a pack of cigarettes or something and then like left. Yeah, I remember I that one. I don't remember the details, but I think about it from time to time and I'm like, what would I do if I saw that? I would have laid it down on the ground and been like, I hope <laughs> they don't think I hope they don't come in here. You would have called 911, been laying on the ground and you would have just like the mumbled like I I'm laying on the ground right now. I'm laying face down on the ground. I know I have a choice to lay face up, <laughs> but I'm laying face down. I think there's someone crying in their car and there's a dead body in the passenger seat. And you know what? Straight up, it's high key. It's harshing my mellow RN. <laughs> I don't like it. No cap on God. Harshing my mail, bro. Yeah. No, thank you. I'm planking. I'm planking. <laughs> I want to tell this. I, I want to tell this guy to get wrecked, but I, I can't. Yeah. I don't know. Spooky stories. They're my jam. They are your jam. Mm hmm. Speaking of my jam and the person who wrote the jams, sorry for sounding like, sorry for saying that, the person who wrote the music in our podcast that you have heard a few times and you're going to hear soon, his name is Eli Chambers and he's a wonderful boy and you can find him on social media at Eli who does music. He writes a lot of good music. He's learning a lot about music. He has long hair. Uh, What else? He is just a silly boy. He has flute arms. He does. Arms made out of flute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 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 Which is kind of troublesome when people like are like, you have to be quiet. And he goes, okay. And yeah. like moves his arms around. Yeah. And like people are like, is there a fairy in here? A butterfly? Or- What's going on? Am I being whisked? Am I being <laughs> whisked away to a fanciful Neverland? Oh, no. It's just Eli and his presence. My, my apologies. I thought I was being whisked away to a fanciful Neverland. We'd also like to thank everyone at the Scavengers Network. We and a bunch of other people are part of this fancy little Neverland uh, Scavengers Network. (laughs) You can find them at scavengersnetwork.com. Check our podcast out. Many others. There's merchandise. There's Patreons. There's stuff. There are Patreons. There are many (laughs) different Patreons. Be a Patreon with our Patreons. We would also like to thank every single Earth and non-Earth human or non-human that's listening to our show right now, including you, and anyone who's been listening for a long time. If this is your first episode, if this is your last episode, if you've been listening for a long time, doesn't matter. We're very thankful that you're here, and we're thankful that you listen to the show. If you'd like to, you can hop on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcast, Podchaser. Leave us a rating and a review, or just tell your buds about our show. Until next time, have a, well, you know, don't have a late night spooky adventure. Don't have a midday regular one. Go to bed at 9. I hope that instead of having 9 (laughs) a.m. And sleep for the rest of the week. I hope that instead of having a late night creepy adventure, you have a midday regular one. I hope that around 2.30 or 3 o'clock p.m., you're like, you know what? I want some crackers and a little bit of jam. And you do that. Or you're like, you know what? <laughs> I haven't played Stardew Valley in a while. I'm going to do that right now mm. and have a midday non- non-event. And think about what cryptid you'd want as a Tamagotchi. Yeah. Flatwoods for me, I think. Frogman yeah. for you? Frogman for sure. Yeah. It has to be nude though. <laughs> well, aren't most frogs? 
Yeah, but like it has to be like I specifically want it to have male. Okay, all right. You know what I mean? Well, until next time. Until next time, go to kelprabbit.com and look at Lindsay's cool art. And until next episode, we will see each and every one of you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Check one, two, yeah. I'm Robin Leach. Lifestyle, lifestyles are rich and famous. Famous. I'm Robin Leach. Is he Australian or was he British? Thirteen or fourteen, I'm Robin <laughs> Leach. I don't know if he was Australian. I think he was Australian. Was he? Thirteen or fourteen, I'm Robin Leach. Is that? I think that's a good one. Check one, two, I'm Robin Leach. Oh, I'm Robin Leach. Can you check your mic, please? Checking one, two, one, two, checking my mic. And making an earring. I'm making an earring. <laughs> Can you do your best Robin Leach while you're distracted? I'm Robin Leach. <laughs> <laughs> You sounded I'm, from, I'm from Indiana. I'm Robin Leach. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. You sounded like Fran Drescher and Robin Leach. <laughs> I'm Fran. I'm, I'm Fran Drescher. Oh, I'm Robin Leach. You have, I think like when he says I'm, yeah. it's like he's getting sucked into a different dimension and then pulls himself out of it. Oh, Robin Leach. He comes back to this world. Maybe. Can you check your mic really quick? I'm checking my mic. I've been checking my mic. I'm also making an earring. It's a cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm Robin Light. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Hey, Eli, do you want to help me make an improvised fantasy adventure podcast? Hey, Ty, that sounds fun. Do we want to bring in all of our friends to play with us? Nope, just you. Okay, will I be on the whole time? Actually, no, you'll be on for three to six episodes, and then we'll bring on another guest. Okay, is one of us going to be the main character? Nope, you're all just going to be side characters in a larger story. Okay, but this podcast is going to be hard to find, right? Nope, just look up Side Character Quest on whatever podcast app you like, or just go to SideCharacterQuest.com. Okay, but you promise not to kill my character, right? No promises. Uh, oh no. <laughs> I'm gonna have to start putting the lock on the refrigerator door, because I can't make this peanut butter pie as fast as them children can eat it.